Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au or visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. This is Andy Raymond Unfiltered, the Dream Team Series, and we're going to fill that played over 60 games with the Melbourne Storm between 2010-2015. He's now part of the Pathways system down at the Melbourne Storm. You're back there, Matt Duffy. How are you enjoying a very different part of rugby league? Yeah, oh, it's... Um... It's a challenge. I, I, I'll be honest, sort of the preseason, I'm going, oh man, how good is this going to be? The boys are going to get flogged and I'll, and I'll just be able to watch. But I reckon mentally it's probably harder. You know, the boys finish training and then we're straight on the laptops looking at vision and, you know, and it's, we're looking for the, you know, obviously we all talk about one percenters and all that sort of stuff. But we're, we're out there looking for the one percenters within a, you know, within a training session that we can then show the, players so it's it's one it's quite tedious and sort of it can be by the end of the preseason you're cooked you're sick sick of watching sick of watching training and you're just ready for the thing so um yeah it's it's been sort of preseason's been draining for a different reason um this time so i'm not so physically exhausted but i am um it's sort of yeah mentally gets you um although I've had to jump into a fair few of the um, training drills and stuff to make up numbers here and there. You know, wrestling sessions when there's an odd number, and on, you know, all that sort of stuff. Where, which, <laughs> which is uh, which is fun. It's fun when you can pick and choose. But because I'm the youngest of the coaches here, I'm the one that you know I'm going in. And, and, and to be honest, I got a bit. Of, I still got a bit of a competitive bug in me, so I like to sort of jump in there and win and like try and get some wins here and there, but. Um, it takes your toll on your body when you're we're not actually training for it, you know. <laughs> Mate, you wore the black and white of your country in two sports very proudly, both rugby league and rugby union. When you look at it like that, wow, super cool on your resume. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, you know, sometimes I sort of sit there and go, ah, it's a bit of a shame about the injuries and blah, blah, blah. I would have loved to play more, more NRL in first grade. But I don't actually think I would have ended up getting – to where I did get to in my rugby union career without that adversity, you know, like yep. it taught me a lot about who I was and what I needed to do to become, to get to that level. Um, and I'm glad, you know, I would never, if I had my choice, if I not go go through it or go through it, I would never sort of push the rewind button on what, what, what I went through because, the lessons are invaluable. You can tell someone, oh, you need to be resilient, you need to do this, or, you know, oh, you should be putting more into your footy, but 
until someone nearly gets it taken away from them, they they will never understand what it's like to um, to do that stuff. Some guys get it; they get it without having to go through it. They yep. go, "Oh, I shouldn't need to put something into it." But sort of the motivation and fire that I had through after those injuries, like I've, it's it's pretty hard to describe. You know, it was just nothing nothing that you can write down on a piece of paper or that someone can tell you that could replicate what what I was feeling through that. So. Um, yeah, very stoked I got those two jerseys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I might have given a little preview as to what you've done with your dream team in speaking about yeah. league and union. Where have you gone with this, mate? Now, so, yeah, I've gone – I didn't go – I was thinking I'll go a dream 13 of rugby union players, but then I might – there'd be a lot of guys that maybe aren't relevant over here. So I've actually gone for a rugby union dream team I've made up of rugby league players that I played against or with. So there's 15 names here, right? I love but, this. And 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 I'll be honest, I was a little bit biased towards the storm, but I think it's I think it's and I'll I'll explain each position as it goes through if we have people that are listening that aren't sort of rugby union fans, which would probably be most. Anyway, I'll start from number one, which is our one, two, and three are our front row. So they're the they're the big fellas. They lock down the scrum. They need to be. They don't need to be overly mobile, but it's handy if they are. They've got to be reasonably skillful, but they've got to be tough, big boys. So my the front row is Josh Papali'i, Kenny Bromwich at hooker, and Junior Polo at at the other prop. So obviously, I needed the, those two boys are reasonably tall for rugby union front rowers. So little Kenny in there in between. And as a hooker, you actually have to be a reasonably good attacker and you often attack out wide. So Kenny, amazing on the edge. So I reckon you'd make a good hooker. So then we've got the engine room, the locks. Um, you need a bit of height. So I tossed up a few names here, but I'll go through the ones that didn't make it. So we've got – I've just gone for the tallest blokes that I played against. Dane Tills, Sean Lane, Jamal Idris, and Jordan McLean. They didn't make it. Who I went for was um, Christian Welsh. He actually comes from a rugby union background. Yeah. And Simon Mannering. So two reasonably tall fellas. We want, you know, really hardworking um, players. Um, so six and seven, they're the, they're the positions we don't have in rugby league. So uh, blindside flanker and open side flanker. So blindside flanker, you want a bit of height um, and a dominant, sort of reasonably dominant defensive player but also has a bit of ball skills so I've gone with Jesse Bromwich at six and then at open side open size they're the they're the ones that are a bit tapped they're out they're, they're the ones that are completely different to the rest of the rugby union team they're a bit a bit tapped um <laughs> so I had I actually went through a, I went through a bit of a process here I was going oh, I didn't really know and I hadn't Liam Martin springs to mind because he's out there he's looking for contact yeah. all the time like he sort of reminds me of a seven yeah uh, but I didn't play with play against Liam so I went and then I think Victor Radley would probably make a good seven yeah but I actually went for Dale Finucane Dale Finucane is pretty he is an out and out seven in rugby union so he'd yeah. make a great seven but mad I played with Dale I know he's like and an absolute lock at number eight would be Nelson yeah, like a, that is like a, well, probably my easiest pick of the whole of the um, of the whole one. Um, so that's the forwards. So Josh Papali, Kenny Bromwich, Junior Polo, Christian Welsh, Simon Mannering, Jesse Bromwich, Dale Finucane, and Nelson in our forward pack. 
reasonably, I'm pretty happy with that Ford pack. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au or visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. So the back line, I've started with halfback. Um, it was a bit of a tough one here because obviously we've got the GOAT, Cameron Smith, played hooker, hooker and halfback and they're a bit similar. But I would say for rugby union, I would say Cameron might be a, a yard or two slow, yep. maybe, a little bit. So don't tell him that. No, I won't. But I've picked him there anyway. I can't not pick him. Right? <laughs> so, but I've got, I've, got, I've got Cookie on the bench, Damien Cook on the bench because he is probably the closest thing to a rugby union halfback. That I've seen. Yeah. At 10, pretty pretty easy choice. You've got Cooper Cronk, um, good distributor, um, likes playing it in the line under pressure and he learns quickly. So he'd be an easy one to put at 10. Um, 12, 12 was a tough one because I didn't go Sonny. Sonny played rugby, so I didn't consider Sonny Bill, even though he played 12 at rugby. Um, probably the current crop of players, I reckon Luttrell would make a great – Twelve, yeah. Um, but of the era that I played, Jamie Lyon was the one that sticks out for me. So yeah, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie Lyon probably because you need a you need to have good ball skills, a bit of a kick, but you also need to be a threat with running. So that was him to a T. Yes. He's like a center, played five eight. He's like a classic twelve. Yep, to me. Uh, Greg Inglis at thirteen, um, pretty easy decision. Um. So I'm working out out the back line. So I've still got the wingers here. So 11, 11 is a classic Fijians position. You have to put in a Fijian. Every rugby union team has to have a Fijian in it. So of my era, um, Mariki Korobiti was there, but I haven't gone for him. Um, Sully was actually in the squad when I played. Um, yeah. Sully Asi Bunivari. And they've got Simi Raja, but I'm unsure if I cross paths with him. Throughout my career, so I've left him out, but I went for Akila Uate. Oh yeah, because he was a freak, sort of twenty ten through to, I would say twenty fourteen, like yep. someone who, when I was marking him, I was going into games like terrified. And he's he's our Fijian, like you always got to have a Fijian in the team. So yep, he's a locker number eleven, and then the other winger. It's funny, like my. I played 14 a lot, and I always used to be like, oh, you've got to be safe under the high ball, bit of a kick. So I was thinking around those terms, but then I've actually gone for Manu Vatuvai, who wouldn't I wouldn't say was renowned for his high ball specialist. No. Well, he actually was. He actually scored a fair few tries. Um, and I, I don't know if he ever kicked the ball, but he's pretty pretty handy winger to oh, on the other side. Yeah. And then an easy fullback decision was Billy Slater. Yep. Wow. So yeah, that's my that's my dream team. So yeah, decent backline. Um Cam Coop, um, Jamie Lyon and Greg Inglis in the centers, um, Uate left wing, Manu right wing, Billy Slater fullback. So um 
if I went for a dream fifteen out of sort of of sort of you know today's crew, it'd yeah. probably be. Well, it actually might not be that different, to be honest. Maybe in the forwards. It's pretty hard in the backs. That is a cracking dream team. That is absolutely sensational. And the front row set the tone and makes complete sense. Mate, you played um, for the Auckland Blues. You played for North Harbour. What was the experience like? Was it similar or just so different from rugby league? Oh, so much different. I just think, um, yeah, it's really hard to explain but like over there, you've got your province, so you've got a really strong domestic yeah. um, competition, and and then you're only in camp with say the Blues for say you start on December one, but you finish like middle of the year the next year. So it's actually not your full time gig. And then after that, you go back to your provinces, and then ever like say the Blues squad like splits up, so yep. you actually play for two teams throughout the year. And then when you're at the back of the provinces, half the team is professional players from Super Rugby and then half are like amateurs. So half would be like tradies or young wow. guys that just finished high school. And then you play against the rest of the country. And um but amazing experience it's just to be in the in the New Zealand rugby bubble. It's just so uh, I don't know, it's just it's everything that you think it is from the outside. You know, when you look at New Zealand rugby it's it's a it's a bit of a religion, you know, and I went there Coming from Melbourne, we don't get much sort of exposure to being dropped into the fishbowl of Auckland where they've got all the journos, all the media outlets, and they're out training like a lot of the time. It'd be like being at, say, the Roosters or something. Yeah. Um, and just the pressure that comes with that. And we weren't going great, you know, for such a big franchise. So then that, the pressure doubles and they just come up, come, up, come off like the Bendy Marshall um, sort of thing. So then I turned up and it was – Oh, he's going to be a failure like this. Another leaguey. Yeah, yeah, another leaguey. You always felt like you're a leaguey, even though I came from Auckland. I came from rugby union school. You always felt like I was. I was a, no, not like bad, but you always felt like there was, I was a little bit of an outsider. Um, well, particularly when you know you go into the All Blacks environment. Um, they were great. Like I've, like they were such an amazing culture. And maybe it was just me, but I was like, oh, man, you know, like, do I belong here? You know, <laughs> it's like. Okay, this is an amazing dream team. It's not a 13, it's a 15. It's rugby league players that Matty either played with or against in a rugby union lineup. It's Josh Papali'i, Kenny Bromwich, Junior Bolo, Christian Walsh, Simon Mannering, Jesse Bromwich, Dale Finucane and Nelson Asofa Solomona. Cameron Smith, Cooper Cronk, Aku Uate, Jamie Lyon, Greg Inglis, Manu Vadave, and Billy Slater. Mate, really appreciate the thought that's gone into that. Really appreciate your time and good luck down there with the Melbourne Storm Pathways. No, thank you. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Another cracking week on the podcast where you can listen to any episode at any time. Just download the lot and rip in. Early in the week, it's the Legends series where, over two episodes, we talk footy and life with some of the game's greats. They are without peer when it comes to storytelling. The Rugby League Superpod comes out just in time for the round of footy. It's the hottest podcast on the market with 12 different player interviews each and every episode. Yep, a dozen interviews with all your favourites every week. The Dream Team series will get you through the weekend, no dramas. 
past and present players deliver their best ever 13 or could be best drinkers, funniest teammates or worst trainers. Every one of them is a beauty you'll love but disagree with too. Four episodes weekly on the only podcast that talks with the superstars, not about them, each and every episode. Make sure you come back soon. Legends. Legends.